All right, what is up? We are on the Youth Podcast, and we have some special guests with us today. It's not Juan. So I want you all to introduce yourself. They know who you are, but introduce yourself. Uh, hi, I'm Corey. Corey. I'm Mackenzie. And I'm Derek. And Derek. And just so we have an idea, if people don't know, tell us what you do at the church. Um, well, I'm a youth leader for uh, the freshman boys. Oh, okay. I'm the leader for the seventh grade girls. <laughs> okay. And I'm a youth leader for the sixth grade boys. Oh, okay. So we thought we'd change it up a little bit. I haven't even told Juan this, so when he <laughs> finds out about this, he might be a little upset. But Sorry, uh, Juan. we're going to change it up a little bit today, and I invited Corey, Mackenzie, and Derek. Derek just last minute decided to be on it, I told <laughs> him, so he, uh, he didn't get excited about it, as you can tell. Um, but I invited these guys on because I want to talk just about our stories, okay, just about our life. One time, me and Corey, we went to lunch. <laughs> talked. About, I asked him his life story, and I thought it was really interesting. And I was like, okay, students need to hear about this, mm. just to hear our stories and how we became Christians, how we became followers of Jesus. Mm-hmm. So we're going to do that. So who wants to go first? Who would love to just share their story first? Uh, Kenzie. No, Kenzie wants to go? No, Corey can. Corey I can? agree, Corey. Go ahead sure, and go. Listen, Corey, tell us, tell us your life, man. What All happened right. to you All as right. a baby? I'm just a kidding. <laughs> as so a child, what happened? <laughs> Therapy um, session. Uh, <laughs> Um, so basically I was, I grew, I I guess I never grew up in a church, but my family was Christian ish. Like we didn't end up going to church, but I went to Sunday school during my grandma's choir practices. Oh, nice. But it's always the grandmas. Yep. Always the grandmas. Um, but there was never any teacher. Really? Um, it was supposed to be some high schooler, I think, but she never showed up. So me and my brother cool. just um, ran around the church the entire time. <laughs> nice. I feel like it's never used student anymore. Honestly, yeah. it really is. So. Um, so basically, I never grew up Christian, but um, when I was 18, um, my friend that was going here, he moved to Colorado for college now, um, invited me here and a bunch of my other friends and my brother, and I basically went... Natalie was the youth youth oh pastor gosh, here. Yep, that nice. was that was the the time I started coming. Yeah. Um I think she was doing a like illustration on like the light of the light of Jesus. Yeah. And <laughs> Oh gosh, what? <laughs> uh basically uh she had like an LED light like the like ceiling lights. Okay. And she like pulled it out and my friend was like, "Oh my god, it's a lightsaber." <laughs> 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 so, I was never like at the age of 18, I wasn't taking the youth seriously when I first started coming here. Who does? Let's be yeah. real. Our students don't even do it right now. I'm <laughs> yeah. sorry, but let's be real. It's true. Um, but basically, I just, I got into it way more than they did. Yeah. Um, because, well, Juan was actually my youth leader. Oh, wow. So, I'm so sorry. Oh, yeah. I love you, Juan. <laughs> um, so, I remember... Juan just like speaking about like I don't know it's one of the it's a Juan thing you yeah. know he just talks he gets yeah. very passionate yeah and then it was I can't remember when it was but it was one of the times that I actually like wanted it, w- when Patrick Coyle Patrick prayed over like anyone that wanted prayer yeah and on a Wednesday was this it on was a Wednesday, Wednesday? Yeah. it was Wednesday okay. uh, it was just uh, during small groups and he was our person that got like selected to do our group yeah and um i raised my hand and he like just like you know like just basically put 
your his hand on your shoulder so and everything. So you wait in small group. You voluntarily raised your hand. Yeah. To have somebody pray over you. Yeah. That never. <laughs> That's happened. not like you either. That well, that doesn't happen at all anymore. Like, oh yeah. That would freak kids out if mm-hmm. that would happen today. And I just remember him saying like that, uh, like that God put on his heart that um, I was gonna make big decisions coming up in like the next okay. year or so. Yeah. And within that next year. I met Kenzie. Whoa. And then um in comes and the girl. <laughs> yeah. Um and then I think like I don't know cuz I started coming here in February 2021 and I think that was in like April, I think when he did that. You started coming in February? Yeah. Of 2021. Yeah. Okay. And then um I met her June 5th. It was like June fifth or something like that. So you guys didn't meet before then. Oh no, she w- you were coming. Yeah, yeah she I never noticed them. You yeah. were the same Even grade too, right? No, I was no, one she's year older. one year older. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but so you were out. Of, were you out of high school then? Yeah, yeah I was and I was just in the youth. Wow. Right? That's so weird. And I was just, never I was in because it was when that senior night was. I okay. went up on stage and she still didn't know who I was. Dang, she's just like I don't even. Care. I, I, I was I was a little chubster though, so. I mean, <laughs> she was probably doing the right thing because you were still a student. She yeah. was a leader, yeah. and at that point, you should be. None yeah. of that stuff is ever. It was when happen. I first got this tattoo because I remember you came up to me and was like, um, "Oh, is that fresh?" And you go, "Oh, that's sick." <laughs> yeah, I, I remember that like vividly for oh. some reason. That was when like, because wh- you had to call me and my friend group out. To go up there because you're like, oh, I know some people are. Oh gonna come yes, up. I remember yeah, that because yeah. y'all didn't want to get up. Yeah, I remember. And all and of you were seniors, <laughs> literally yeah. all of you. I was like, yeah, <laughs> need to pray and over then, somebody. Yeah, um, uh, and then basically, um, I still wasn't like taking it too too serious. Like I was still, um, I didn't have a drinking problem, but I drank. Yeah, um, almost every weekend, just with with friends and stuff, and like, what's crazy is remember when I wore that Tito shirt here. Yes. Because it was like an official tape. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I was playing bags and she was actually in the background of the picture. And I was like, oh, that's crazy. Because like we found that out probably like three months into dating. Oh, I got to see this picture now. I probably have yeah. it on my phone somewhere. It's probably yeah. still on the on the youth <laughs> Instagram, is. I think. Bro, I'm going to go um, now. Keep talking. I want to look this now. Hang and, on. Hold uh, the phone. I just remember you, you like shaking your head at me because <laughs> I was wearing that shirt. I don't even know why. I didn't even realize and I, it. We posted it. Yeah, but I was like blur- I was a little blurry, and it was mainly like focused on her. So this probably would have been the block party. Yeah, yeah. it was the for block 2021, party. Right? Yeah. yeah, I just need to I need a date for this as I look. This um, up. and oh gosh, I got to scroll way back because I remember her sister Chelsea liked my friend Harper a lot. Yeah, yeah. and was like obsessed with him. Okay, <laughs> and I just remember because I thought she was cute, and I asked Harper who she was and she go he goes oh yeah i just send her random pictures of chicken all the time <laughs> he sent to you yeah <laughs> she just randomly sent random Why? pictures of chicken i don't know harper's okay. weird so <laughs> go off Harper. um and like i think after i met her i started taking it a lot more serious not just because she forced me to yeah i did not force you, you she didn't force me to but like you know she's like but you, you basically you want me? Her. Yeah, you basically <laughs> liked her and was like, man, yeah. I want to be with this girl. Yeah. So I got to um, take this church thing seriously. Yeah, because <laughs> she's the one that invited me to Sundays. Okay. So, yeah. And I didn't even have my license for like what, like the two first, like two, two three months we were dating? Two months? I, don't oh, know. I can't remember. Yeah, that picture. This yeah. picture right here? Yep, yes. that, that's me. He's <laughs> throwing the bag. This yeah. is you? Yep, that's yep, me. There's the there's <laughs> that little <laughs> chunker okay. right there. Hang on, we got to, I don't know if it's going to, there it is. 
Yep. I don't know if that's blurry or not, yeah. but you can see it. That's and then so funny. And then the you're background. in the background. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. That was <laughs> <laughs> Look at you. You're basically eyeing him. You're looking right yeah, at him. And then there's Brian and Harper. Yep. <laughs> you're definitely eyeing him in that picture, <laughs> Mackenzie. Yeah. She she thought love. that I couldn't notice her staring at me, and I literally always saw her. He was looking her. at you the entire time. Yes. <laughs> and then I turned around because we had Kona, we had Kona Ice that time yep. or that that year, and I turned around. She was right behind me. I was like, oh. And turn right back around. Oh. <laughs> it's one of those awkward things awkward. where yeah. you see your crush. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Staying straight. Yeah. Back um, back. And then um, basically I uh, I was still like struggling with cussing and everything. Like even when we were dating, I was still cussing wow. like a lot. Like she was like, she never said anything, but then she's like, mm, can you please? Can you please please? And then like Christian I got better please. at it. It slipped out a few times. Like cuss words have slipped out yeah. a few times. But other than that, um, it, it's not like it's not like hard for me like not to cuss anymore. Like yeah, yeah. It's, it's just become like a thing that I don't like to do really. Yeah. And um, and then uh, like just some crazy stuff has just happened in my life basically. Um, like I've been placed in handcuffs twice. <laughs> I never got arrested like somebody over here. Ouch! <laughs> wow, that's like a mic drop sit. Gone. He'll talk. Have to excuse myself. He'll talk. <laughs> he'll talk about that later. No, we love Derek though. Um. Uh, but like, basically, um, I've ran from the cops a couple times and like, I've just done stupid stuff in my life that yeah. I probably should have, you know, probably not have done. Yeah. Not I think we're all there. Yeah. Done. Um, I definitely have some regrets. Yeah. Um, but who doesn't? Yeah, exactly. If um, you didn't have regrets, I'd be like, you're not living your life. Yeah. All right? You haven't done stuff. So yeah. your life is boring if you don't have regrets. It's true. <laughs> it is very <laughs> true. So what? I don't really have regrets. Yeah, you do. No, not really. It's a it lie. changed me who I am today. Okay, yes, so but. I wouldn't change it. Yeah. Um, this is not yeah. trying to be the holy one over here. Yeah. I'm just like, screw <laughs> what I did in the past. I wish I didn't do it. But yeah, like uh, I just started like taking church so much more seriously, like. After we started dating and like getting here on Sundays mm-hmm. and everything, it's just like like I never like felt welcome in a church. Yeah. And like the first Sunday I came, I like instantly felt welcome. Yeah. So it was, it was definitely like it was a new experience, but at the same time, like I was I like just felt like I already knew everybody and like right. just was welcomed, so like openly. Yeah. And like I just like felt like I belonged, which I never like really did anywhere, not mm-hmm. even like at my mom's house. Oh gosh, yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, yeah. It was just like, and then I got baptized. Oh, what was the date? Like, sept- it was September eighth, maybe of twenty twenty one, or uh, I'm not sure. Or it was might it have been twenty two, because I think. I think it was twenty two. Yeah, it was twenty two. It was twenty two. Yeah. Who baptized you? You did. Oh shoot! I knew that was coming. <laughs> it was I had a feeling that was coming. I was like, yeah, Ooh. it was. Uh, did he try well, to ground you like Michael? September fourteenth, so it must have been. It was twenty one. Yeah, it was twenty one. Okay. So. Yeah, it was like with that like five six month span that I basically switched my life around. That was crazy. Yeah, so twenty twenty one was a big year for yeah, you. Yeah, it was definitely the biggest year of my life. Found your girl. Yep. Got baptized. <laughs> came to church more often. Yep. Got stopped engaged cussing. The next year. <laughs> got got engaged a year later. Yep. Okay, Josh Jr., calm down. <laughs> hey, listen. If you know, you know, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you know. Yep. So yeah. okay, look at you. Sometimes yeah. not true. <laughs> well, I mean, okay. <laughs> All right, Mackenzie, you wanna. <laughs> Dive in a little bit to who you are. <laughs> okay. Um, I grew up in a Christian household. Okay. Um, but at five, some stuff happened, so I had to move into my dad's house. Gotcha. And they're not a Christian household. They are now, but they were not at the time. Okay. So 
I basically wasn't allowed to go to church for a couple years. Once wasn't I, allowed? Yeah, because I couldn't go see my mom. Like, couldn't gotcha. go to their house, so I couldn't go to church, and they wouldn't take me. Right. Um, were you coming to Riverside? I'm not trying to interrupt, until but... Until I was five. Right, so you were coming here back then, yeah. and then you stopped. Okay, yeah. just want to make sure. Um, so then whenever I was allowed to see my mom again, I started coming back to church, and then... It was basically just like that, but I didn't have my own relationship. It was basically just off of my grandma's relationship. Yeah. So then, um, I think it was eighth grade year. My mom moved away to North Carolina, and I got super depressed. It was really bad. Um, and I think that was when I started to form my own relationship with him. Mm-hmm. But it was still really hard because, like, I didn't have any support at that time. So I think I just relied on God for it a lot of it. Um then yeah <laughs> yeah it's like it's just like that like that was when i actually started to like form my own at that time it's only gotten better since then only gotten better since then yeah and you've been at riverside since eighth grade yeah you came to youth yeah what, what was it called was it called underground when you started coming or was yeah. it called something else it was, was it underground because it, yeah dream center back in the day i remember because i found uh me and miranda were cleaning out some stuff and i found a wristband from when you probably don't even remember this but Corey. Blair? Do you remember Corey Blair? Joe? No. no. But they did it and it was called Youth United back then. So oh, I don't know okay. if you're a part of the Youth no. United gang. Mm-hmm. It was really fun. They did wristbands. I was like, like sweatbands, not wristbands, oh, sweatbands. Yeah. It was really awkward and weird. But anyway, cool. So just through high school, you just. Yeah, I think eighth grade year was my first mission Peoria too. Really? Yeah. Okay. And then I you didn't just been. Like, you just went at everything. <laughs> yeah. You were just then at everything after that, weren't you? Yeah. In every Mission Peoria, every yeah. abandoned spring retreat, whatever they called it back then. Yeah. She was just at everything. Typical church girl. Yeah. Just <laughs> always showed up on Wednesdays, always showed up on Sundays. Did you. Okay, let me ask you this. Corey got baptized. When did you. Did you ever get baptized? Yeah. Um, I think it was in eighth grade. Eighth grade? I think it was like. It was Easter of my eighth grade year, I think. At Riverside? Yeah. Like, so Easter Sunday? Yeah. Dang. Was that at the Civic Center? I remember they used to do baptisms at the Civic Center for Easter when Pastor John did it. I don't know if we were at the Civic Center then or not. I feel like you showed me a picture where it was here. Was it, it was here? here? I then. swear. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I thought Easter Sunday was here, and then we officially moved to the Civic Center, then back here. Well, I know Pastor John always went back and forth, so I just didn't yeah. know which year you had it in. Okay. I think it was when we were here. And Pastor John baptized you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What a story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a great story. And we already heard. Boy. Yeah, we yeah. I was gonna say we already heard that part, but she didn't want to talk about it. Apparently, <laughs> wow. She doesn't want to hit her side of it with three guys. She's like, "There's no girls here, so I can't have girl talk about it." It's okay. We heard your story. I might come back to you depending on time. All right, Derek, <laughs> tell us how you got arrested. I'm just kidding. Don't start wow. with that. You don't need to start with that. But um, hit so us up. Tell us. I grew up so in a Christian bald. home. <laughs> <laughs> I showed up when I was bald and didn't have hair. I looked like Sid from Toy Story. <laughs> We're gonna fight after this. It's okay. We, Make sure we the love you. Are off though, so the students don't see it. Okay. <laughs> um, no. So I, my childhood wasn't the best. Um, I at first lived with my dad, who was a severe alcoholic and gambler, uh, very abusive mentally and physically. Uh, my mom never was really in the picture, so all I was seeing as a young child was what my dad was doing. And at a very young age, you just tem- typically pick up on the things that you see around you. So I thought that was the way of life. Mm-hmm. And then. We were passed back and forth, me and my siblings, between my grandparents and my parents um, because they were fighting for custody when my grandparents figured out my dad was not fit to raise four kids on his own. Um, Finally, my grandparents got custody and life was going smooth. But then I hit 13 and I decided to start going out, drinking, partying, doing things I shouldn't have. Man, you did that more earlier than Corey did. (laughs) 
Corey was at 18 when he started. Yeah, I'm from the country, so uh, it's very common at that age. (laughs) Country. Um, The country. And no matter how many times. Decatur. Okay. I'm from Decatur. But no matter how many times my grandma tried to get me to go to church, tried to get me on the right Mm -hmm. path, I just rebelled. Mm -hmm. Um, She grew up Catholic before she was a Christian. Mm -hmm. So um, her ways were a lot more stern than the average Christian you would meet today. But I just rebelled, started partying, drinking, got in trouble with the law several times. Um, the first time, it was just kind of like a slap on the wrist. A cop was like, yeah, you're young, you're stupid, you're going to make stupid choices. I'm going to take you home and go from there. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this cop just let me get off with a warning. So they're not going to do anything I'm a, since I'm a minor. And just kept drinking, kept partying, doing, started getting into heavier, hard, more hardcore drugs. Um, and I thought life was going good. And then... When I was 17 uh, was finally when everything caught up to me. Um, got locked up and was looking at some heavy charges, had three felonies. Um, long Dang, story short. The presence of a criminal, guys. Long story short, I was looking Felon. at a minimum of 50 years. Yeah. Um, I had a class X. And I pretty much thought there was no hope. Right. I was giving up. Um, but that's probably when I first started actually trying to pray to God mm-hmm. and as someone who grew up at a church home, Christian home, but rebelled, I really didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. And so I would just sit there in my room and be like, God, uh, I'll start going to church. I'll start doing this. If you just help me out. And to be honest, I didn't expect him to hear me. Mm-hmm. I like, cause at that time I was the type of person who thought like, okay, if God's real, why would he help me? And look at all the things I've done. Look what I did. Mm-hmm. Um, especially with me, like doing drugs, gang banging and stuff like that. Um, and then, I was getting. I was in for 104 days, but two weeks before I got out, we had this. I don't know what the female Catholic p- female priest is. What she's called? <laughs> no idea. She wasn't a nun, but uh, she decided to stop by, and she was going around just praying for people. And all of a sudden, I was just still in my room, but I was looking out, kind of looking out my little people. Mm-hmm. And she comes over, and knocks on my door, and I was like, "Yo, what's up? Like, who are you?" <laughs> It's a great way Hello, to talk sister. to her. A nun, yeah. I mean, seriously. back then I thought I was cool. Yeah. Um, What's up, girl? Exactly. <laughs> Even though she was like 60 years old. Yeah. Um, but she had the guard let me out, which I was technically at, at that time was on lockdown because of yeah. a fight I was in. So he some reason let me out, which I wasn't supposed to. We sat down in that little room I was next to me, and she just started talking to me. And basically, it was basically a thing as someone who's not a Christian, it's a Christian talk to you. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, I don't really care. But she's like, started saying things that, I didn't want to hear, but I felt this weird feeling that I needed to hear. And then by the end of it, she was like, I have a feeling you're going to be beating your case and you're going to be back in Peoria in two weeks. Mm-hmm. I was, and I was like, this lady's psychotic. I'm like, she <laughs> apparently did not look at my case file. There was no way I was beating my case. Yeah. I'm, I mean, it would have taken a, a miracle for me to walk out. Well, a week and a half to two weeks later, I actually went to my court date and I was, that was supposed to be my sentencing and the judge dropped the charges. Wow. Um, said, what I was arrested for was um, self-defense for someone who couldn't defend themselves. Yeah. But I was put on probation and he told me if I would have gotten arrested while on probation, not only would I get go to jail for what I was arrested for then, my charges would be brought back and there would be no hope. They would mm-hmm. throw the book at me with the max sentence. Yeah. And at 17, 18 years old, I was like trying to do math. I was like, okay, if I go for minimum of what I was charged with was 50 years, I'd be 70 years old by the time I got out of prison. Yeah. And so I went home, I sat down with my grandparents and my siblings and was talking to them and I was like, okay, I got to leave 
because if I stay here, I'm going to wind up getting in trouble because my friends or what I thought were my friends Mm -hmm. um, wouldn't understand. They would try to tempt me. And back then, I was very easily persuaded to go do something. Um, I'd like to say it's because they persuaded me, but at the same time, it was something I enjoyed. Um, So I started looking around, and here in Peoria, there's a mission center off downtown. Mm -hmm. Um, I forget what the name of it is. But Peoria Rescue? Yeah, Peoria Rescue Ministry. Um, So I got in touch with them. I was like, hey, I'm about to be turning 18 in July. Uh, Just got out of jail trying to find a new home, trying to restart my life. And Mm -hmm. for some reason, I just had this feeling I wanted to get involved with a place that would help me with my faith and not just moving. Um, So I went there. And to be honest, I moved to Peoria and stopped kind of trying to get back into my faith belief. But then somebody invited me to Riverside when I was doing yard work for cash. And I forget what it was. It was, oh, it was the day, Sunday, right before Mission Peoria mm-hmm. started. Um, and so I came and had nothing better to do. So I came here, came to the church. And I don't know, like Corey said earlier, like as soon as you walked in, you just instantly felt welcomed. I mean, no one knew me. And Clay King uh, walked instantly oh, up to me, introduced himself. and was like, oh, what's your Clay. name? And no offense, I don't know why anybody would talk to me. I was bald. <laughs> I was my clothes were baggy. Don't forget about I, the cowboy boots. Uh, yeah, that wasn't until <laughs> I started helping at it. Did your bald head shine? <laughs> Did it shine? <laughs> Did it shine like a diamond? No. So shine I still bright? had a hair, it, but it was mostly gone. No um, buzz cut. That's why you don't get in fights, kids. Okay. Um, but no. And so I sat down in the back service like every new person who doesn't know what they're doing at church does i sat under the balcony and i'm trying to think it wasn't pastor king who was talking that sunday i think it was actually uh andy because i think it was talking about mission peoria and just like getting everything going Mm -hmm. or maybe pastor king did talk and then he got up there and i was like okay maybe if i'm doing this i want to get involved so Mm -hmm. i started i talked to andy about getting involved with mission peoria that year just to volunteer see what it's about and I did, and the rest is pretty much history. Um, started getting involved in church more, just like backstage hand. Mm-hmm. And then I found a calling with youth, um, probably because my past was so different than mm-hmm. most. And then I came to be a better person. So I, my goal was to like help children who doesn't have that mentor or that have that past that's afraid that God's not going to accept them because of what they did. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, basically my story, I was not a very good influence and now i'm here trying to teach kids that no matter what you've done or what you're going to do that god's going to love you mm-hmm. do you think the cowboy boots will ever make a comeback <laughs> cowboy boots no it, it's funny though because you asked me like when you were living at our my parents house you asked me one time if i should buy new cowboy boots you wanted to bring them back so Can there's I a, a different pair like, of cowboy boots <laughs> I have a si- autographs well no so like for work um, with the winter and everything, I've been thinking about buying a nice pair of boots. Um, but cowboy boots? Probably not, because oh, okay. <laughs> my job, they would be super uncomfortable. Um, I don't know. I used to like the way they work. Like, I grew up on a farm, so... No, I know. I like, just like giving you a hard boots time. Boots were, like, a very common thing. Because us three would never be caught in cowboy boots. I actually never. used to wear them when I was little. Yeah, so shut up. Gosh. Okay, when was the last time you wore them, though? I don't know. All right, partner. <laughs> Probably when you were five. Yeah, probably. The last time he wore them was when he was 18, which was like four years ago. <laughs> so, five years ago. Yeah, I'm 23. Five, five years ago. ago. He just wore them recently. I'm so. the one who graduated, not me, so you should not account properly. Yeah, I did. And I said I corrected myself. I don't think I've ever wore cowboy boots. 
I, mean, I don't I think, think I actually. I'm not gonna lie. I think the last time I did wear a pair of cowboy boots. Remember when we used to t- for youth, we took the kids out to the country for that oh, barn dancing. I wore cowboy boots for that. Yeah, but you wore it for something that you needed to wear it for. You're not I wearing mean, it for I'm not fashion. Lie. I legit went out and bought a, just a brand new pair of cowboy boots just for that event. Yeah, and then you wore them after that, didn't you? I did not. Where they th- where they go then? I donated them. They were so I bought the wrong size, and so they cowboy were like boots are expensive. They were. And then you just donated them? I did. Well, they didn't waste fit, so I bought the opinion. wrong size. And I'm one who, when I buy things, I tend not to get the receipt. I'm like, You're yeah. the typical kid who doesn't know how any better. Yeah. Probably threw the receipt away. <laughs> Probably threw it away. Uh, uh, so oh, no, who needs they, this al- thing? They always ask you, if, like, do you want a receipt with this? And I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. Like, you, th- My mindset is I bought it. It's supposed to fit. And two, you, if you think I'm stole- stealing it when you're, I'm standing right here, like, <laughs> I'll just return it. Oh, my gosh. Um, now I'm at the age where I buy something. It's like, yeah, can I get that receipt, please? Well, maybe we'll uh, bring the barn dances back so y'all can rock the cowboy <laughs> Dude, boots again. I kind of wish Me we and Corey would. still wouldn't. We would probably <laughs> still be wearing dunks or Jordans, yeah. but you yeah. guys do your thing. You want to see something funny? Watch Josh be on a farm. That's, that's Yo, hilarious. I was on a farm once. Never I mean, again. If you I all watch the original I'm YouTube allergic to hay, so. <laughs> you can be allergic to hay. Yeah, straight up. You could be allergic to anything. I, the only reason I knew this is because my senior, not my senior prank, when I was a freshman, my senior, the senior class, one of the things that they did, we lived at, we went to a farm school. Remember this, okay? They took a whole bunch of hay oh. and put it in my teacher's classroom all over the floor. And when I went in there, I literally, my eyes just got so puffy and so red and my nose just started to like, so well, I had to sit outside It probably wasn't the, the fact class. that you were allergic to it. It's probably just like the, the allergies <coughs> and the stuff that's on it was all in the air. No, it was, that but it was when I was touching the hay. Uh-huh. Like I touched it and then touched my Is face. Is that why every I, time we have a Halloween party, you always have me move the hay bales? Yes, because I can't touch hay. <laughs> so I, I enjoy it though, so I'm not going to lie. Um, okay, real quick before we end this, I want you to think, Derek kind of already said it at the end of his uh, little spiel, just something you can say to encourage students about your story. So I don't know what that would be, but just something that can inspire them something that's maybe happened to you that you're like man i've learned so much from this i don't know just think for a second and if you got it you want to go Derek? yeah um this is something michael used to tell me back when i still struggled severely in our midnight parking lot arguments in the parking lot beautiful beautiful times god doesn't call the qualified um he always calls the people that think they're not going to be worth it Mm -hmm. um so one thing i've always learned is no matter how bad life got for me or what i did wrong um god is a forgiving god and he's always going to use what you've done or what's happened to you to help somebody else. Like with me being a youth leader back before I was sixth grade, I actually did the high schoolers and the amount of kids that would come to me and be like, Hey, I did this and this. I don't think I can be a Christian. I don't think God loves me. And I was like, and now looking back, I've just sat down watching them and seeing the things God's doing in their life and what he's using for. So just remember, no matter what happens, mm-hmm. what you do, God doesn't care. He's a forgiving God and he loves you no matter what. Beautiful. What do you got? You got anything? Um, I would just say make sure you rely on God through like all the hard seasons of your life. Mm-hmm. Great. <laughs> Short, <laughs> simple, and easy. Yeah. That's what it's all about, though. Um, Probably for me is uh, if you do drink, um, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, just don't do it. Yeah, just just, just don't, don't do it. It's illegal. It's not worth it. Yeah, it's illegal for one thing. And the side effects, if you get actually addicted to it, are terrible because I'm experiencing that. I'm not experiencing it, but I guess my dad is because he is in the hospital right now for um, problems that he's had because he's had a liver transplant and a pancreas transplant that oh all derived from drinking for yeah. 
90% of his life, ever since he was probably younger than 15, Wow. I think. Um, and he has three different kinds of infections right now. Oh, gosh. And uh, they don't know what uh, what they are. Oh. So <laughs> yeah, he's just uh, chilling in a hospital bed right now. So Yeah. So um, don't drink. Yeah, also just don't drink. for Corey's dad. Don't drink. <laughs> and pray for Corey's dad. Yes. Awesome. Well, thank you all for coming. Derek, I'm glad you finally did it. Mm-hmm. Thanks for lying Don't let me, me hanging. <laughs> you could have been behind the scenes. I prefer it sometimes. No, but you're in front of the camera this time. Thank you, Corey McKenzie. Oh, yes. That's no problem. No problem. No matter how many words you said. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I feel like you laughed get, more than you talked. It's yeah. fine. You always, yeah. you always just have to have that one person that just listens, you know? Yeah. Just watches. Collect that. information. Exactly. At so the house, she that's why you're here. She's like so. the CIA. The she CIA. collects the information <laughs> on everybody. Yeah. On everybody. <laughs> She'll see. She'll she'll say it when she needs to say it. But she, she the day she opens up, she's gonna have m- so much gossip and tea on everybody. It's true. It's gonna go. Did you know? <laughs> <laughs> I heard this from thirty feet away. <laughs> anyway, well, thank you for joining me. This was I don't even know what episode we're on anymore, but it doesn't matter. So six. But yeah, thank you. Yeah, no problem. And we'll see you Thanks later. Say bye, Peace. everyone. Bye. bye. <laughs>